0: Hi, and welcome to Father Luke's homilies. This homily was preached for the Feast of Christ the King at St Thomas of Canterbury Church, Brandon, on the 24th of November 2019. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The people stayed there before the cross, watching Jesus. As for the leaders, they jeered at him. He saved others, they said. Let him save himself if he is the Christ of God, the chosen one. The soldiers mocked him too. And when they approached to offer him vinegar, they said, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Above him, there was an inscription. This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals hanging there abused him. Are you not the Christ, he said? Save yourself and us as well. But the other spoke up and rebuked him. Have you no fear of God at all, he said? You got the same sentence as he did, but in our case, we deserved it. We are paying for what we did. But this man has done nothing wrong. Jesus, he said, Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Indeed, I promise you, he replied. Today, you'll be with me in paradise. The Gospel of the Lord. Christ is the king. Christ the king. As Christians we are used to referring to as uh, Jesus Christ as king. But how often do we reflect on what it means to say that Jesus Christ is the king? The second reading gives us a, a very majestic and Elevated image of Jesus. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things were created, visible and invisible. The gospel, in contrast, gives us a very different image of Christ's kingship. The crucifixion. And at the heart of Luke's picture of the crucifixion is the mocking of Jesus as the king of the Jews. All of that brings into stark contrast, or or, sorry, offers a, a motif, if you like, Of Christ's kingship the king giving his life being mocked on the cross Jesus turns the whole meaning of kingship on its head throughout the gospel we have seen time and again how he has celebrated with the wrong people offered hope to the wrong people warned the wrong people of God's judgment now He is hailed as a king, but it's in mockery, in scorn. Here is a royal placard that announces his kingship to the world. But it is, in fact, the criminal charge which explains his cruel death. Jesus' true royalty, however, shines out in his attitude, in his prayer, And in his promise, which St. Luke records here, unlike traditional victims of execution who died with a curse for their tortures, Jesus prays for their forgiveness. Like a king on his way to his enthronement, Jesus promises a place of honour and bliss to the one who requests it. Jesus reigns from the cross for what in human terms is a disaster is, in God's terms, a victory. The cross teaches us that God's kingdom is utterly different, of a utterly different order to worldly kingdoms. Christ is king, but his kingship is unlike our earthly understanding of monarchy and power. Jesus shows us that true kingship goes hand in hand with selfless service and sacrifice. For the king of the universe was willing to make himself so small as to enter his creation and to suffer death on our behalf. And not just any death, but a shameful and humiliating death on a cross. Jesus's kingship reminds us that God is the one in charge. God is in charge of our world, not us. (laughs) And thank God. You know, there's so much fear around these days. We seem to live in a safer and safer world, historically, statistically, and yet we live with more and more fear. Climate crisis, political crisis, financial crisis, there's always a crisis. Yet in all of this... We are reminded that although we are to build God's kingdom on earth, we are not the ones in charge. The buck does not stop with us. It stops with God. God's kingship offers us a rich perspective on life. Salvation does not lie in carefully crafted party manifestos, clever budgets and eco-strategies. Salvation is in Jesus Christ. Now, it's not that policies and strategies and budgets are not important. Of course they are. And the Christian faith has a rich contribution to make to these things. But these things alone will not save us. They are not God. If we put our trust in them, we are doomed to fail. Salvation, hope, truth, justice, comes from Jesus and in his kingdom living. When we live in the kingdom of God, our world is changed because we live and love like Jesus Christ himself. We love when the world judges. We forgive when the world Condemns. We work for justice when the world is indifferent. We feed the poor when the world ignores. We do these things not because we want to save the world, not because we want to feel good. We do them because we have met Jesus the King. We know him personally. We do them because we have a friendship with him. We do them because he reminds us that when we do something for the least of his brothers or sisters, we do it for him. This is what kingship looks like. Service. Not a grovelling service, but a life-giving service that is an expression of love. Greater love has no man or woman than they lay down their life for their friends. Christ lays down his life for us and in doing so brings about the kingdom of God. We are called, all of us, to lay down our lives too in big ways and in small ways. And in doing so, we bring about the kingdom of God in our land. Remembering our bigger goal and the bigger perspective is going to be always of critical importance. Because if we are focused only on ourselves, if we're focused and looking only to ideologies and political systems, then things begin to break down. We fail to see people and we see ideas and theories. If, however... We keep our eyes fixed on the king and on his values. We are raised up out of misery and we begin to walk in the light. This means being different to the world around us and the society to which we live in. Not getting bogged down in partisan politics, but being people who can see the big picture. As members of God's kingdom, we must become agents of communion. That's agents of unity and peace in our world. Now, whatever our views on particular things and our views are legitimate, that's fine. But whatever they are, we must not allow differing views to divide us as a people. Whether we are Remainer or Brexiteer, right or left Tory or Labour Catholic or Protestant we are one in Christ Jesus and we are Christian brothers and sisters if Christ truly is our king and he is we must behave like his subjects and learn to love radically like he loves The kingship of Christ flies in the face of political regimes and worldly powers. When we profess Christ's kingship, we are professing his kingdom and we are proclaiming the way to live fruitfully and peacefully in our world is not by might or by power, but by humble, loving service, by selfless sacrifice and by seeking the genuine good of the other. Now, this idea may be mocked. It may be misunderstood, and it may be scorned. If they mocked Jesus, then we can be sure that they will mock us as well. Nevertheless, it is the only way, the only way to live the Christian life. On this feast of Christ the King, let us remember that Jesus is our true King, and as subjects in his kingdom, we are called to live and love like him. Amen. Thank you for listening to my homily podcast. If you would like to know more about the Catholic Parish of Brandon and Mildenhall, please visit our website at stthomas-stjohnparish.com. That's stthomas-stjohnparish.com. Alternatively, you can visit us at our Facebook page, so go to facebook.com forward slash Parish. If you would like to read articles, musings and general offerings from uh, me, then uh, visit my personal blog at fatherlukegoymore.com. That's fr dot Hope this has been of some use to you. God bless you.